offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO, mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons <laughs> for you. Hey, Yolo, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, Hi. beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I screwed up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. My name's Lane. Art is on a cruise somewhere in the world. We don't know. Really? He didn't tell you guys? No. I didn't uh, see it in a text message or anything. Like no, that. I don't remember. I think there was a mention of maybe Florida was where he's leaving from. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But he's gone. Mm-hmm. Cruising. Hitting all cruising the seven for seas. a bruising. Cruising in the USA. Mm-hmm. Is there a song about that? No, there's a video game oh yeah that's a good usa it's a really good game it's great yeah uh, like a testarossa convertible is that what it was yep sounds right Strom- it was Strom- was that was that outrun oh Ooh. that's outrun Cruising usa was more like the more cartoony oh yeah that's daytona yeah Shit. i feel like cruising had a testarossa though i i but cruising was like the more animated one later, right? Maybe an F fifty. Maybe it was an F fifty. If we had a single video game to put in here, it would definitely be Daytona, right? Oh yeah. But you'd have to have three of them or four of them. Yeah, you have to have. The, it has the... to be the moving one too. Oh, ideally. That's it would take best. up a lot of room. Yeah, cruising was a Testarossa. Okay. Not a convertible, and it was released in '94, so it was like That's very later, late. very late. Yeah. So what was Outrun? Also a Testarossa. Convertible though, yeah. I think it was black, right? Black. Cru- cruising <laughs> like was red. actually a terrible game. I thought. I can't really can't remember the gameplay. That's what we call it in the biz. Yeah. Gameplay. Um, how are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. I'm just looking. Oh yeah, it's red. Convertible. That's for us in 1986. Dang. Sega. 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 Uh, Project Car Updates. Who's got them? Who wants them? Who needs them? Gosh. I am right on the cusp of spending a lot of money on that E46. Hell yeah? Man. For what? Go. Um, I I mentioned it last time. I only want to do a few things, but it's just a slippery slope. I just want a good alignment, and well, uh, I want some reliability stuff. Well, what, what's reliability expensive. stuff? Well, there's... uh, You can get... For the race cars, they recommend this different oil pump shaft thing that's like 300 bucks. But to do it, you pull the oil pan, right? Uh, and then you also get a oil pan baffle, which is a good thing to have. Um, so I want to do both. But to do pull the oil pan, uh, you, you basically the pull the subframe. And then the other thing I want to do is the recommended subframe reinforcements if I'm pulling the subframe, right? And when you're putting it all back together, if I was ever considering shocks and all that stuff, do it then. Is so the front the subframe front and subframe has reinforcements? 
I thought it was yeah, just they, the rear. I did no, too. No, it's all actually. Oh, okay. So, and you even do like the hats. Uh, yeah, I know that. that. Okay. I know our buddy Jeff tore yeah. his hats on his late model E36 M3. In the rear though, right? I thought it was the front. Oh, was it? Yep. Um, that's what they sell the reinforcements for, mm-hmm. for the E46. So, you know, it quickly escalates and it's like, if you're, and you know, really like you get the adjustable rear lower control arms also for getting good alignments. So it's like you need camber plates up front and then the rear adjustable lower control arms. But then while you're there, you do all the bushings and all that, the trailing arm bushings and the, you know, front control arm bushings (laughs) and, you know, just the stuff that I've listed right there all that stuff adds up pretty quickly. Yeah. And then that's not even to mention, like if I wanted to do the cooling system, which would be a whole other set, which, uh, you know, I would probably, I was talking with Thomas. He gave me a ride home after I sold the Skylark and we were cruising in his car and we were chatting a little bit about it. And it was his E46 330. Um, But uh, he's all for just replacing stuff as needed. But I th- and I think I might have to do do it that way just because literally adds up to like six grand. Jesus. Seven grand. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, that oil pan repair is easy a grand. And then... Uh, it's not it's not that bad. I mean, it's like 150 bucks for the baffle. And then yeah. uh, it's like... I mean, it is like 400 bucks for the for the pump. So. Right. And then the labor. And then if, yeah, doing I'm labor. Saying, yeah. It's like a thousand bucks. Yeah. You're going to be in there because yeah. Yeah. Oil change comes with it and then and then that's not even to mention i keep forgetting the name too there's the uh it's not vanos but it's like the the venting up on the top maybe air oil oil separator i don't think that's it but it's like the oil freaking relief okay thing i don't know is that the one the that you thought tube. was ticking or yeah whatever? exactly exactly Wait, it's your ticking went away i don't really it did yeah i'm, I'm fine but why did I it mean, go away uh we don't know but the uh, you know my thought is that it just wasn't being driven that hard for all of its life and so uh, it's like you know kind of like 10 tenths and... getting into different lifter <laughs> areas <laughs> stretch <laughs> yes <laughs> um but and maybe just in general you know it Maybe it had nothing to do with the lifters. I don't know, but in general, like exercise in the car, but you know, just driving it harder, the Italian tune-up or whatever. As they, yeah, right. As they say. Right. But so, uh, you know, it's not ticking or anything right now. But that's like a common fail point, and so I should expect to have to do that. If I do a clutch, that's a whole nother thing because I would want to be upgrading the clutch. And when was the cooling system last? I don't know. Gone through? I don't have an actual record for that. I mean, that's like most important, you right? Do that. Yeah, you're already worried about on the rally, <clears throat> about doing the rally without knowing that I was, status. I was more worried about it in the first car I was looking right. at. Right, that's right. Which the PPI said it looked to be original. I'm, I was less worried about it in the in my car just because everything looked pretty fresh actually but I, I don't have any record of exactly when it was changed i didn't really care because the way i looked at it going into the purchase was i plan on doing all that stuff anyways just to uh just to know the interval right mm-hmm. like if i know i'm gonna have to do it within six to eight months like i might as well just do it now and then I at least know the interval and there's no guesswork. But Thomas was kind of convincing me on our drive home, you know, hour or whatever to, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Really? With cooling system on a BMW? 
I, oh, no. It's kind of like preventative, right? But at the same time, I can be looking for anything to happen and then just change it immediately when it. Yeah, but a cooling does. system is one of those things where it like fails it's just, when you're it's going just up gonna go when you're on a rally yeah. in Northern California. Well, now you guys are convinced on a back road. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those you just have to just scratch off the list. Yeah, you just have yeah. to do every certain amount of like every whatever sixty-five thousand miles, yeah. seventy thousand miles. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know where you're at, I mean, I think that's best to be at square one. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, and, so, and that's that I did. I went into it knowing, and I said in the beginning that it was going to be, I was going to have to really hold, you know, my whole idea with this was just to, you know, buy a car, uh, that's, you know, pretty low cost buy-in knowing that I was going to have to dump a ton of money into it. That's, it's been the plan all along. I have the money set aside just for that. Um, uh, but I'm a cheapskate at heart, so it's not easy for me to do. I like I don't personally modify my cars. Like I've bought modified cars before, but I just fix stuff when it's broken or like the minimum needed to get into a certain thing. But I do I do know what I want in this case. Like I I I, I took my E36 M3 on the track, um, and it was no fun. Like it just needed the stuff. I needed to do the whole thing to get the alignment settings and get the good tires on and i knew that it you know that's that's part of my decision making is i knew i wanted to get a car where i could afford to do all that stuff to it you need the brakes you need the alignment you need the tires and then you're good um and uh, but i I gotta keep pumping myself up for it okay oh but i did sign up for a track day i saw that so august 30th yeah that'll be fun it's a friday who's it with ncrc Speaking Wait, of, is it? Yeah, I was going between two different ones. I think you're right. I think that's uh, what you said. it is NCRC. Yeah, how much I was looking it? at NASA also. How much? Like two seventy five. That's not it's bad. I thought you were going to say four hundred Yeah, that seems pretty good. Yeah, and there NASA is doing another thing where they're doing. So NASA is typically just done race weekends, and you know it's all mixed in HPDE and all that. It's always on the weekend, so they're experimenting with a new thing, and I forget what it's called. Speed something, you know, as they all are, but. Uh, it's a weekday thing and it's only HPDE uh, track day stuff. And so you get more sessions and it's a pretty good price. I think it's like 275 and they have mm. Laguna days, but um, uh, the day, I don't know, it was like Mondays or something and that didn't work as well for me, but it seemed like a good program. But yeah, I'm surprised by the cheap, the amount of like reasonably priced Laguna days. Around. And you don't need a NASA license. No, uh, yeah, you don't. For that's that. right. So that's yeah. 50 bucks if, right. if you don't have one. Right. Uh, that's cool. Jordan Sanchez just posted this on, on Instagram. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but oh, yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> said first autocross of the year, speed SF put on a fun, unique event. No timing, no working rather vague course markers. Since the cones kept getting hit as many runs as you want. I so saw it's just that. driving in Dude. an empty parking lot, which is pretty awesome. rad. With the course awesome. set up, yeah. you get to go as much as you want. Yeah, no one has awesome. to deal with timing reset. No, you or... just get in line and cones are probably scattered. But it's... Yeah, I mean, you probably reset it every you know half an hour. Someone yeah. goes out there and tries to set the cones back yeah. up or whatever. Yeah. It, that is awesome. That's right. all I want. I know. I don't care about my times. I never did. I was yeah. out there just for fun and like having a blast and you can kind driving. of keep your own times too. If There's you really like got serious, you totally could. Or whatever, could yeah, probably you get a track mate or whatever and get it. Very close. I'm sure if you wanted to get serious, but that is an awesome yep. idea. I like that too. Because working it because you just want sucks. It sucks. You're yeah, out you there. Get what four runs or you something? You have four or five laps, 
and you're out there all day. And because it, it's like half and half. It's like half the day you're working and half you're driving. But you're not driving half the day. You're in line waiting to right. do four or five yeah. runs. Yeah. And there's different run groups and people you just want to, seat time. You just want seat time. And that all you need is a parking lot to do that. So yeah. you just set up a cool course with cones. I would love to freaking do that. That's cool. That, and that, was, awesome. that was at Sonoma Raceway, right? Yeah, it looked like it was at Sonoma. Yeah, because yeah, he also, also had pictures of, of people a track on day. track. Yeah. yeah. Speed SF. I don't know anything more than what I just told you, but... Yeah, um, that'd be fun to do. That seems kind of like the best idea mm-hmm. to get out there and rally your car without yeah, crashing Yeah, that's kind of what you want of an autocross. You just want an empty parking lot. Because it's always amazing where people are like, oh, you got six runs that day? Like, that's an, that's awesome. And we're talking yeah, about yeah. You a 40 second minutes of driving. Yeah. Six minutes of driving. It's not good. For being there for six hours, right? Right. And paying 60 bucks. Well, sixes. A lot yeah. of sixes. Uh, project car updates. I put uh, mud flaps on the van again. How many times have you done that? Just this one time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just put them on the I BMW I feel like I've heard lot. several mud flap stories, but it's all the BMW. BMW. E30. And I replaced yeah. the missing clip from our uh, uh, weekday run we did with binder clips. I found a the right size binder clip, used a couple of them rather than just the one that BMW uses, and then I removed the little metal handles off the binder clips. You know, you can pinch them and uh-huh. take them out. So, Basically anti-theft. Oh, yeah. yeah, anti-theft. Yeah. So how about, would pop rivets work? Because you already have holes. Uh, I don't have holes. They're, it's crimped on. They're just a, it's just a clip. Oh, it's always crimped on? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's pop, the way the BMW... Pop is probably the way to install That's the way the BMW clips work. They just, like, mm-hmm. clip on like a like a binder just, clip? It's literally a hard metal clip that you press uh, over the rubber, and it seals to the uh, Okay, I thought they it's were, not, like, little, almost, like, pop rivet type, but plastic, and they kept no, breaking off? it's just, like, an old-school metal clip. And gotcha. then the, it's the not really improved. No. So binder clips work better. So far, and if they fall off, they're a nickel instead of $5 or whatever. But you got to go find your mud flap or binder clips. Well, your mud flaps are actually falling off, aren't No, they? they're not. Okay. They're fastened on the bottom. There's a, it's actually drilled in. To oh, so a, this is the top part of it. The top flops around. The gotcha. floppy top. So then the Vanagon, which came with horrible instructions, they're the South African mud flaps. They, they're, yeah, I don't know what happened, but along some point they lost all the instructions and they have like a hand drawn thing, missing hardware, but the front has a, a little clip you put over it and then a secondary bigger clip that goes over that. That's like really tight. Those things aren't moving at all. And there's also three of them and there's an additional bracket to drill into the body, which I didn't do because these things are, they're not going anywhere. So maybe that's the style I need. It's mm. like this little clip that holds it on. Then you put this bigger clip over that clip. And that's it cool. Hard. Yeah. If you could just buy those Super or find hard. those, yeah. right? Yeah. So I need a South African I, style. I need to go to South Africa and find these clips. Safari. Nice, yeah. I need to go on a saf- uh, mud, clips, safari car. mud clip safari. Yeah. Uh, then we took the van up <laughs> <Mud> to clip. <laughs> mud, mud clips. Um, <laughs> so far. We took the van up to the Sierras uh, last weekend, last uh, week, yeah. and that was a really cool trip north of Yosemite to Hetch Hetchy Reservoir, which is awesome. I've always mm. been intrigued by Hetch Hetchy; I've never been, so it was really cool. And what we left. Intrigued you? Well, uh, in the early days, John Muir called this uh, equal to Yosemite in beauty has one of the biggest waterfalls in California and it's gorgeous valley eight miles long and beautiful and in 
the early 1900s, they decided to dam it because the uh, people of San Francisco ran out of water when they had the 1906 earthquake. And so they were able to scare the voters into saying, hell yeah, vote, fucking damn that thing. They also used Cherry Lake and Lake Eleanor, Hetch Hetchy, and they dammed it, which is like, it's funny, I was reading this story and I won't go too far on this tangent, but it was the first time that somebody stood up and said, hey, like, I know we're trying to make civilization a thing here, but we should probably save this part of it of nature we, we might not want to fuck this up this is john muir and the sierra club and it was the first time they were like what do you mean save it like there's so much of this stuff like why would you save it um but they lost and they dammed it up 1922 or something so it's where all the water pumps from there it goes all across the valley and ends up at crystal springs so did it aesthetically ruin it yeah it's full of water up to, you know, halfway up the valley. Gotcha. And so the waterfall still pumps through there and it's awesome. But it was this beautiful valley. Insanely before. beautiful. Yeah. And some of the early photographs of it are Yosemite or nicer. Yeah. Beautiful. There's talks of them draining it and restoring it. And they always talk about that, but we'll see. But that water goes through a bunch of aqueducts and pipes and it ends up at um, Crystal Springs Reservoir, which is where you go over 92, the start of 92 to get yeah. over that reservoir. Yeah, uh-huh. All the water pours into there. And then it gets pumped into San Francisco. And that's why your drinking water in San Francisco is so good. Mm. Hetch Hetchy Reservoir. It's that Hetch Hetchy water. Hetch Hetch. It was cool, though. You can walk on the dam, and the dam's pumping out all the water right now. It's a huge, like, raging river coming out of it. And uh, it's rad. Super rad. Roads are awesome. It's a little stormy when we were there. But um, the band did great, man. So how about during the drought and stuff? Can you see more of the valley? Yeah. Did you see what it used to be a little no, bit? No, it never gets that low. Hmm. They they st- they yeah plug it up basically. But um, you can tell like the photos. If you ever go to like look it up, if you look up Hetchetchi and see what's out there, it, can, there'll be before and after photos. I'm sure. Amazing. I mean, I'll show you guys this little picture. This isn't great for podcast fodder, but I mean, this is like you know one side of it, big crazy waterfall pouring into the the that's reservoir. as it is today yeah obviously mm-hmm. so anyways it's always been something i wanted to see you guys um, camped yeah we camped not far from there and uh we left saturday for a wedding and then saturday at midnight started to rain and then everyone woke up sunday with four inches of snow total whiteout like it just started at snowing. the wet at the wedding no no at the camping oh yeah. we left but oh. they went to bed and it started raining and there's a winter storm advisory right now. So dang came through gnarly full snow. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Go to bed and just think it's raining. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. It's like, Holy shit. Wow. So not prepared. So yeah. we, we got out. good Instagram good. photos though. Yeah. Not bad. Huh? Pretty good. Yeah. It was supposed to rain in Santa Cruz on Sunday, but it did not. Yeah. Kind of. Dude, there's a little May. on and off. Wasn't it? No, we got, I thought we got some rain it rain it last week. But it didn't Brian rain. Brian lives on in the Sunday. mountains. Uh, it, it's kind of a different climate. Yeah. yeah. But it was windy. It was definitely sprinkling kinda... on Sunday up where I live. Hmm. Yeah. So anyways, the van did great. Um, we, we used the the tent off the back, which is really, I think, an awesome solution. And this is the first time that we had set it up. And then the next day we went to lunch at Hetch Hetchy. So we disconnected decoupled or whatever oh yeah and drove off and i marked the tires before i left with like charcoal um, yeah so i knew like where the good spot was got back someone had ruined your charcoal marks yeah, rubbing it all yeah. over oh, they put them in a different spot yeah. you were like parking there the tent exactly. wasn't even there you're like what the heck this is right by four inches <laughs> exactly um 
and that worked pretty well. I think it's a, it's an awesome solution. The, Did you pump your tent full of exhaust fumes? Just back. No, but I'm always worried about the the tent hitting the tailpipe right. and melting it or something. But yeah. then I go back there and it's not that hot. I mean, it's it's warm for sure, but yeah, definitely not to the point. So I'd let that cool off a little bit before we reattach. So, but how about this? How many spiders crawled into your van? As Lane would as ask. As far as I know, zero. Yeah, pretty tight little uh, Probably coupling. <laughs> Probably a lot. Yeah, very tight. I mean, if you're in a tent anywhere, I guess that's an that's a possibility. It can happen. But Lane doesn't like camping. This is established. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won't even no go on our, in a hotel room. our camping rally. He says he's out. Mm-hmm. Did you so. say that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a party pooper. I it's know. fun. Dude, what's that right there? Spider. It's not a sweater. Oh, okay. Something, though. Um, done the camping rally, and it's awesome. It's really good. So, I didn't go. I don't yeah, like see? It. He doesn't <laughs> like it. He did. You came for, was it my bachelor party? Yeah. You slept in you your... Yeah, I left at like four in the morning. I know, but you made a little bed in your 944. Yeah, I slept in the 944. You took Last the passenger seat out. the passenger seat out. And you had this the... foam... Yeah. Whole foam insert that... It was glorious. You. It was glorious. It was nice. Yeah. It was glamping, for sure. Something to be proud of. And you're now you're saying you're poo-pooing it. For it sure. was it was the, it was traumatizing. That was the last. I'm time a glamper. I last few times I've been camping has been Casanova and places like that. Tent cabin style, real beds. Yeah, no spiders ever. No, <laughs> ah, there's some spiders. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. I don't have any project updates. I haven't done anything. Nothing. No. Still living that nine four four life. Yeah, I went up well, to. Are you, are, are you even looking on BRZO for a new car? Or what? Dude, I almost sent you a, a Volvo wagon. Oh yeah, it's, it's old. You know, it's yeah. an old car. I went to. But it was a good deal. Was a good deal. Did I mention? I mentioned going to Kevin at Auto Works detailing, and he cleaned my car for me. No, no. That's clean. Well, it was two weeks ago. Uh, then we got all when the it happened. Mm, yeah, yeah, he cleaned it for me. Secretively, I think you need to like, paint those. Uh, Why was it a fog light? I was inside and it was being cleaned, <laughs> and I didn't even know. What uh, you need to repaint your fog light covers? There we go. Oh yeah, they're blasted. tattered. They're peppered, peppered, almost more white than yeah, black. Yeah. So you, yeah, so you were hanging Colors up at silver. The, or silver, hanging at the shop. Yep. Yeah, they were at a little spot. So is this car up on Bring a Trailer? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I took some photos of it for him, and that's when he cleaned my car. Look, your photos look great. Well, the ones you posted, yeah. they look pretty nice. nice. They come out good? Yeah. I mean, his car is really nice. I drove it. It drives drives good. It's, like, yeah. quick. Um, Fun little car. Yeah. Cool little car, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a 2002 TII. I and mean, aren't those, like, meticulous aren't detailer. those, like, the, those things are, like, gold, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They're a blue chip. Round taillight, 2002 TII. Yeah. With a... Like nice straight body and like decent respray and nice interior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty Malaga good car. Yeah, Malaga black. over black. Yeah, nice it's a really wheel. nice car. Fuel yeah. injection. Yeah, it starts right up. It's like super smooth and it goes pretty good. Nice, yeah, it's a good car. Yeah, he'll be, he'll, be, Targa he'll be fine. He'll be no, fine. I think oh. he's keeping the Targa. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll do well. Yep, those cars are definitely. At a premium, for sure. Oh, and then you see Nick Quarta, um, Beeline Coffee. He's doing all these restorations yeah. now. Yeah. Like he had that, that 3.0, that yeah. E9 CSI, and then he has a 2002 um, Square Tail TII that he bought here. Um, I know, I think Ali went and looked at it for him, and then he had it shipped back to Florida. And he's like 
fully doing. I mean, they're doing full rotisserie on these cars. Yeah, they pulled it completely apart. Everything. Replacing panels. Yeah, like welding everything. And just got out of paint. Like it just nice got out gray. of paint. It looks like it's a, a nice, like, non-metallic gray. He's doing full, like, uh, you know, kind of like towards that Singer-esque type. I mean, he's not doing carbon panels and stuff. So, But he's doing these really nice, like, Restomod restorations. Hmm. Cool. Turn I mean, three garage, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Them. Yeah. And they've got kind of a good team assembled too. It's like, it seems like it. I mean, they're, from, I don't know. It's like one of the dudes that race from for Turner World or something or Turner. Turner. Yeah. 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 yeah because uh, Nick had done work with them before. Like he had a uh, beeline coffee at a Turner motorsports coffee. Remember they sold through Turner mm-hmm. motorsports yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I think they had a relationship and yeah, it looks like they're turning out some cool stuff though. I'm curious to see like the finished product. I haven't seen. He hasn't been posting that much, but I'm curious. Well, he to hasn't see what finished the... one yet, right? No, I don't think yeah. so. It's just this just the, the E9 one. and the 2002 TII yeah. Yeah. are the two cars. But I'm cu- I'm and, really I mean, curious to see where he goes with that E9 because, like, I love E9s. I, they're like one of the most beautiful cars in my opinion, and I'm curious to see a fully kind of restore. But also he. Because yeah, I think he's, Updates they're going towards the motorsports side of it and mm-hmm. stuff. So it should be and very cool. It's kind of rad. Like he was framing up the question for us, and he's like, "What would your perfect 2002 be?" Mm-hmm. It's like, "World is your oyster. Pick what you would like." You know, like and like he's already he already has a tendency to like you know be like the period correct style, you know, but then modern performance, reliable yeah. performance, and it's like you mix that and you get to pick all your components like. Yeah. Pretty rad. And he grew up in a that. shop like restoring old Jaguars and stuff, like race cars. Yeah. And that's what his dad does. So, you know, he comes from a world of like knowing how to do all this stuff and go about it. And uh, it seems like they're kind of like they're pumping these, you know, going through it pretty well. Yeah. Like um, the progress they're making is, mm-hmm. you know, it's at a good clip. Like yeah, for sure. Focusing on it. Yeah. I'm stoked to see what comes of it. It'd be cool to see those two cars next to each other, you know? Definitely. It's like a cool photo shoot of their their first two cars. Could be a game changer, you know? I don't know if many many shops doing that with the BM you know, a lot of Porsche shops like that, but Right. I don't know about BMW shops. Yeah. You don't really see yeah, it. Yeah, no, much. we were trying to think of that and we couldn't mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean the time is right. Yeah, for sure. They're definitely getting attention and so mm-hmm. And any shop would kind of have their own flavor of it. Like there's, it feels like there's just like in the Porsche world, there's room for many slightly different variations on yeah. the same theme. Everyone has their own little focus. And yeah. And then it's like, do you go for like the general public or do you go for your individual taste? Like, cause we haven't seen like what he actually does. Cause I think, you know, it's like all about doing quality work up to this point. And then it's like, is he putting like modern, kws or bilsteins or or you know coilover kits and and is he doing like new like blocky 15 15 tube wheels or is he doing classic like you know 13 inch um campies or something like i don't know what what direction he's gonna go with with any of these cars like uh it'll be i'm curious to see like which because i think that really like changes it it, makes it right yeah, a clean 2002 build is so cool to look at. Just they're such simple, elementary cars that you can. Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah, they're very cool. And on the other side, the E9s, you don't see many. Like a lot of E9s are just kind of restored. Yeah, 
And then maybe they'll throw on like some, some seventeen bits. inch alpinas or something like yeah. that. But I'm curious to see where he goes with that. Like, because imagine throwing some like cool, like real like racing cool alloys on that where you never see them do that like yeah. what they do with 2002s they don't really do with e9s so right, right. is he going to take it in that direction or where is he going to where is he going to take that car you know yeah that's cool like a csl for the street mm-hmm. which, which is like my i think ideal e9 yeah mm-hmm. it'd be so hard to pick wheels for that because oh. they just don't make them yeah, and then like a you, CSL type of wheel is like for giant flared fenders. Like, there's no way the offset's gonna work, mm-hmm. and then none of the street stuff's gonna be wide enough. I actually saw a set of uh, E9 wheels on um, on Craigslist. I probably should have forwarded them to to Nick, but 250 bucks for like an original set of aluminum wheels that were oh the little dope looking. Like, yeah. I think that, you know it's like same Renals. as the Bavaria or something. Or, uh, hmm. Like re- built by made by Renal, probably right. Those Could be, ones. yeah, yeah. I have a I have a six series wheel that would match. I think you can use those six series wheels. There are some old, like the early sixes use this basket weave style. It's pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. Not too big, not too small. But yeah, you're right. That is a tough one, tough choice. Wheels is always a hard one. It's interesting. And then fitment, and then what kind of t- what tires you're going for? I mean, you look at like when I first started like really paying attention to E9s was probably like early 90s. And all the builds back then, like European car and stuff like that, would always have these. It would be a E9 with a M5 motor in it. That was like the common thing. And then they would do like 17-inch Alpinas, right? Like Or 16s or whatever the biggest. It was probably 16s. Or BBSs or something, yeah. And they would do kind of a big, like a low profile, like a 50 series tire. It was kind of like Porsche fitment almost of the era. So like probably 225, 50, 16 tires. And then they would kind of lower the car and that was the look. And then, but nowadays you want to go back to that kind of meteor sidewall and like have a CN36. And then you kind of want like, those cars like 2002s always look good with the crudely um cast alloy wheels like the italians the mm-hmm. italian wheels and stuff so i don't know if you go with something like that on it and yeah could be i don't know a lot of cool stuff you can do with that car too yeah yeah but you can also fuck it up big time yep and it's expensive to get it right i mean a lot of those bits and pieces aren't Easy to find, mm-hmm. the right seats, steering wheels, uh, and and you would want, you know, being him, he would want to find something that he could reproduce too. Like you're right, right. You can't just find that super rare set of wheels, and then that's the the look you set, and that's the only set of wheels you found. Like you gotta exactly find a way to recreate that several times. Over. Singer, yeah, you have to like have a factory building, and then you have to put a flip up Alpine, yeah, Bluetooth, Bluetooth. You have to put the speakers speaker, in the back with like the, like a wheel on it. Yeah, that yeah. matches the wheels on the car for sure. Colors, colors, you know, a lot of stuff. To do. Yeah, colors, a lot of shit, dude. Yeah, stitching, a lot of like quilted. Uh huh. Quilted all the things. Oh, mm-hmm. obviously, diamond. Um, diamonds in the seats. I gotta holler at Nick anyway because I was enjoying my Beeline coffee recently. It's really good. Oh, which one? The, the rally one? The DWA one. Oh. Mellow Grinds. Nice. Yeah, I need to get yeah. some more, too. I know. Oh, it's your boy, Nick. Oh, it's your boy. Um, so what else is going on? Dude, so we had the opportunity to go to the Lexus thing this weekend, right? And I didn't no get one, any no opportunity. 
Yeah, I thought I thought that was gonna be a thing. I talked oh, to so Kyron. Was... Kyron was in town. He went to it on Friday. Oh yeah, Kyron was in town. He hit yeah. me up. I forgot to get back to him. I was out of town, but yeah, you guys. I, blew I it. told him he couldn't stay the night at my place. Oh, he <laughs> asked. Yeah, oh, that's funny. I said it was complicated with bedtime and all that. But <laughs> I didn't say no. I left it open with signs of complication, and he found some other way to do it. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, actually. Oh, is that why he was here for the Lexus thing? Yeah. Just, no, he's here, he's here to stay with Brian. No, no, I knew he was in San Francisco, Santa Cruz. He said, I, but, don't, I don't know if he pulled it. He was, I, I think he was just going to drive up. Like, because uh, he, like he had texted me too, and then he called, and I was busy or something. And I forgot. I yeah, just totally they, forgot to get back from him. But they're pumping the people out to the, that Lexus program. Yeah, we were supposed to maybe do it. Um, I don't know what happened to that. Hmm. I think Art was the contact, and he left for. Left on a cruise, Bermuda. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to do, done it. Yeah, you would have been Mr. Lexus over here. I know, dude. I'm really change your change your tune. I'm just pimping their brand, man. Pre pre Laguna Seca trip, Lane Lexus, man, whatever. Yeah. After okay. couldn't girls suck. Now you know they're decent. Pretty dude. good cars. Pretty good. <laughs> so I wonder what other cars are out there. You're like those things fucking suck, yeah. and then you get a ride. In I don't one. think I ever said they suck, but they do you are. know they're doing that PT Cruiser experience at Altamont. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, I love them. Hot dog water and a PT Cruiser ride. Yeah, dude. Good. That goes perfectly. Like, what car fits like best you? with hot dog water? Oh, <laughs> PT Cruiser. PT Cruiser. <laughs> I still have a BRZO search for PT Cruiser Turbo Manual. Oh no! And do they come up? There's two on Craigslist right now. How much? Don't worry about it. Twenty five hundred bucks. No, more than that. 40, I've heard some 40, grumblings about um uh my my Subaru Bajas lately. Yeah, they're get, they're getting up grumblings. and they're like I expensive, said those dude. rumblings like they're no, gonna like, skyrocket. They're get they're like, can oh, we yeah. please have a? They're uh, not not just staying flat. They're no, like I've going shown up. You those can ones we have a race for killer. values? Gen one minivans. I mean, I'm already way ahead. It's not a race, dude. It's not even a competition. Really? Yeah, it's not even a competition. It's hard though because a lot of these the are turbo going, the uns- turbo like manual behind the scenes turbo manual Bajas are like twelve thousand dollar cars. Hey, dude, you guys should do the track day with me. Yeah, I can't. Why not? I can't afford it. Warren? I don't have a car. You have your BMW? No. What? Why? I'm not going to track that. Really? Yeah. It's not a track car. Well, it's not. No, dude. It's just any car. HPD. Yeah, you just have. I'm going to be fucking. No, that's not not what that car is for. Don't give me that look. Do you see this look? I know, I know. No, look I'm is gross. Like, this like, guy's dude. Warren's look is like he's disgusted. Like it's you would even ask. Why would you even on track? Uh, this guy. <laughs> he's pointing at me, Lane. Please. <laughs> Which side <laughs> are you on, Lane? I mean, I'm he's got his new right fancy now. car. He's like, oh, my car's fucking. I'm on your years side with this, Brian. I think he could totally take his car. Dude, totally I mean, it's at your own pace, by the way. No one's driving your car for you. You can go as slow or fast as you want. Yeah, you don't have to redline. You don't do whatever. Dude, you do. If you take it on the rally, like it's totally fine for track. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, even, uh, dude. No, it's so much higher speed and yeah, harder on the well, car. Speed doesn't do much, right? Harder on brakes and tires. But I mean, it's like the that I don't but, have. But Consumables. The, um, my tires are worn out. But the... Uh, I didn't get new Michelins. I don't have shit. My tires are The ground like is... The, the asphalt is so like lame? smooth and... Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's, that it's, helps. You but don't have a lot speed. of that kind of stuff. I mean, it would just beat my car up too much. I you can take the van again. It doesn't beat my car up too much. Or the Mighty Max. Has a McLaren sticker. Yeah. Dude, your stock brakes are fine. You have new fluid because of Motul. Yeah, new oil. Just get new tires, dude. Oh, sure. 
They're like yeah. 25 bucks a pop. You yeah. Have radial TAs, man. <laughs> Are they 25 bucks a pop? No. They're more expensive than a Zenus. Like 70 bucks. No, they're more than that. Like 100, huh? Yeah. yeah. Like 120 or something. That almost is $500. I'm, just, I'm disgusted. <laughs> yeah. You're disgusted. Plus, I wish I had new, brand new free Michelins. You're, uh, actually, your tires aren't that old. They're kind of old now. Yeah. And they're fucking torn Three up years, from the last huh? rally. They're older than that. Yeah. I think they're more like four or five years now. Mm. And they're. Because I remember when you got them. Tore back. Really? Two shops ago. Like they got abused out in the rally? Last rally. Just go do it on a track day. Yeah. Buy the new tires right after. For sure. Well, tell me this. Are you going to need new tires for the rally? I should. Yeah. So fucking burn them up on a track day, dude. Where am I wrong? They're already worn out. I'll inspect these worn out tires. Whatever. <laughs> Those aren't the greatest track tires, right? No. They're terrible. They're the yeah. worst idea yeah. ever for track tires. <laughs> they're not good track tires. No, He'd just not, be squealing around. Anything. He's squealing on the straights. They're good for wet rallies. He's squealing on turn one. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, <barely> even, exactly. <laughs> no one even knows it's a turn. <laughs> it's just howling. Yeah. What's they're wrong great. with that E30 out they're there? They're great for wet back roads. Mm-hmm. I love them for that. And that's what I drive on a lot. Is anyone else signed up for that track day with you? No. How about Horton? Uh, no, he may be going to some... In the uh, next week or so. European right? bike show. Or oh, something. okay. He's thinking about it. I mean, it's end of summer. Like, there are people signed up for track days. Like, there was one today, actually, at Laguna. That was right. Yeah. And Wasn't then, he going to do that? No, his, I think, is uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, okay. And that's a Monday. And that one looked appealing, but I just can't pull a Monday. Because, um... Uh, 914 Punk Rock. Mid-Engine Punk Rock hit yeah. me up about going to yeah. that. He's second his... I mean, I feel like I'm planning kind of far in advance. I don't know if he's second late the summer. Lotus. But, um, and I think I think John Bullock might go and... Oh, okay. Like in his Subaru or something. Oh, in his WRX. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Out of all the cars. Yeah. I mean... That's cool. Yeah. He's taking all... He, he I think a, he feels fine ripping on that one. Yeah. So, he, yeah, I guess for the listeners at home, he uh, John's been on a rally. He's got the 65 GTO that he just put a monster motor in, the manual transmission, super fun. He's taken that to a track day uh, and blew a transmission that there was oh, yeah. actually a fault with the oiling passages or something, and so they warranty replaced it. Um, but him and Marvin and the 69 Camaro both brought their old... They both had issues, too. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, now I don't remember the... Uh, I think Marvin. I don't remember Marvin's issue. Pretty but, sure I had issues. Um, but then uh, John also has the 996 Turbo, dope car. Mm-hmm. He's taking that on the rally, and that would be a great track car too. But it's fairly low miles and in good shape, and um, you know it's got an Ansgar motor. What WRX is he have? I don't I feel I, like I it's, it's like, like a, a Hawkeye or something. Oh, is it? I, I don't know. I kind of it's part a, of me thinks it's like a. Uh, 2008, like that weird middle generation. It's the one where I think the SCI only came in a wagon or something. That would be that generation. It would be like... Yeah, they didn't make a sedan. It would be like after the Hawkeye. Yeah. So it's that kind of like interim, like kind of boring body stuff. I mean, you know, they're all not pretty nondescript, but it's like a little... Yeah, it's a little bit of an odd, odd year. I mean, still fine and everything. But. And the logic being that he can feel fine beating on that thing. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Super fun track take car, I'm sure. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I guess it it depends on if he has good tires, I guess. And I don't know what else, right? 
Yeah, yeah. you'd be pretty much fine out of the box. Yeah, you just yeah. make sure you have enough tire and and you know decent brakes. Yeah, for Sheezy. So uh, we've been talking about the rally, the North North Rally coming up too. Yeah, it's uh, we're right on the verge of a save the date. Try to do that three months beforehand. So. Yeah, things are shaping up. Did a little bit more research on it today. By the way, plug for Patreon. Uh, you know, when we send out this stuff, the Patreon people get to sign up early. First dibs, and it yep. always sells out. So, you know, that's one reason. It gives also. you a little peace of mind. Makes yeah. it a little easier to, like, yeah. you don't have to stress because you're basically, if you're a Patreon member, you're going to get a chance to get on the rally if you want to go. So right now I'm just trying to predict where the next uh, wildfire is going to be, gonna be <laughs> yeah. or natural disaster, mudslide, yeah. uh, earthquake, something like that. So when I was in the, the Central Valley over the weekend, there was a tornado warning. What? So that's cool. That's, there was another that's like one every weekend in the Central Valley. And there was one in no, it never happens. And there was another one in Cottonwood. Our boys at Cottonwood. There's a tornado. Tornado uh, warning. Where are we? This is called climate change, apparently. This is not Kansas, Warren. There's a mile-wide tornado that was going just north of Kansas City right now. I mean, that what? makes sense. Yeah. Crazy. Huh. Mile-wide. We should all so, move to Puerto Rico. I've heard it's pretty cool. <laughs> There's nowhere that's pretty cool, I guess. But um, anyways, so yeah, we have like, yeah. what, five, six routes to choose from. Um, that's it? Yeah, two of them are only for the fall. We ca cannot run them in the winter or early spring, we like to call it here at Drive Wallace and headquarters. Um, so, yeah, just a matter of kind of really calling it and then doing some pre-runs and getting it going. So you were kind of pre-running any... Uh... I pre-ran some stuff. tidbits that won't reveal anything? Pre-ran some stuff. It is so good. Can you tell anything driving in the van again on these roads? Of course. Totally. Yeah. And in fact, I could probably tell more Ooh, because I have time slow. to yeah, inspect. Going. Try slow. I'm like looking at, you know, buildings and yeah. restaurants and gas stations and road names. I'm like, oh yeah, that road like name. You feel ele every elevation change? Right. Right. I have to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're like, I don't know if we can make it up that one hill, but... It's like pre-running it twice. Oh, it's okay. basically like you could look at yeah, it all Yeah, like you, you really suck, suck it all it in, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and the roads, we were driving on a Wednesday to go up to the mountains, and I must have gone on um, probably an hour stretch with no cars ahead of me or behind me. I was in the van again, too, by the way, so, you know, cars behind People me People would catch up, yeah. So it was just completely wide open, awesome, Interesting. beautiful, yeah. Lousy weather. Yeah, not a busy day to drive. So, anyways, it was really good. And there's it's, just so it's much. It's kind of a fun van to motor around. It is. I mean, I'm shifting. Yeah, and you definitely like heel toe downshift, and and I have to think about all the yeah different stuff. And there's all the weight transfer, weight transfer. Yeah, like exactly. Braking, thinking really man's car. It's, it's all it is. It's a thinking man's car. Yeah, you have to plan all your actions, right? You have and, to plan like. What am I going to do to get up that hill over there? Exactly. Like, how am I going to go about it? Am I going to go, am I going to floor right now? Am I going to downshift when I get to it? And then news, uh, this is a breaking news. I just got a text message from our friend, Kevin Keat, who's been looking for a van again or a sprinter van for a long time. Just decided to buy a Euro van. Oh, huh, against or, your, uh, against your Yeah, because their Odyssey broke down. So they bought a Euro van. So there you go. 
That's good. No one ever listens to Warren. I'll be the one saying I told you so at the transmission shop. <laughs> I mean, inevitable, right? Yeah, eight thousand, six to eight thousand dollars training. And, like, and it lasts what, like, like seventy thousand miles? Yeah. Six to eight grand. If you can find some, yeah. If you can find someone to fix it, that'll touch and it. then they might fuck it up, like, and then they'll have to do it yep. again. Can you do a manual swap? <laughs> they made manuals, but it was only for the five cylinder. So I don't know if I could swap over to the this, VR6. This is a VR6, right? Yeah. And it's front engine, longitude, or I mean, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, mounted like a VW. So why can't can't you just put like the maybe GTI tranny in or something? I don't know. Packaging is a little different, but I, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, our boy, uh, um, Dusty Snowman. Has Dusty one. Snowman. Has and he lifted say. his. It looks pretty cool. Actually. Yeah. He, he like drives Fox it. Shocks but he only something? drives it like once a year. They do one trip in the summer to Michigan and back. <laughs> yeah. To Michigan and back. Yeah. Heavy Fam- duty. Family trip. Yeah. Big trip. But and I and think he puts he, a lot of money into it. Am I tripping? Did he put Fox racing shocks on it? Oh, I think he did. I think they were, yeah. Yeah. Which, like, Fox doesn't make shocks for just any car. Like, I'm well, really probably surprised. probably just the size, right? Like, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I feel like it's, like, kind of special application stuff. I, yeah. I, that's just pretty cool that he could do that. Yeah. Yeah, they look cool. It's just not a good car. I don't know. It is good packaging. Yeah. No question. Yeah. The tranny's the thing. Yeah, the VR6 isn't the thing because that's a well well known entity, right? That's okay. Yeah, it's just a tranny. Yeah, just a tranny. Yep, six grand. And is it not the same automatic that's in like a Jetta? No, I don't think so. I think it's heavier, heavier duty, but not heavy duty, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, because I don't. I hear... don't know. I've never touched one. I've never messed with those things. They're all I know is that I sold one for. I do always see them with fresh transmission. The Keats. So family the our friends yeah parents i sold their eurovan and it had a six thousand dollar bill oh so they already know what's up yeah but why would you do that so i don't know i mean well, you pay five grand six grand for a tranny what happened to their under, odyssey was under the transmission you're... no i don't think anything happened because those are it. none of the transmissions yeah well maybe. you said it broke i don't know anything more than that could have been nothing major just i don't know they were looking for a reason to get rid of it anyways they're trying so to stay. what's the Warren gauge on Sprinter versus Eurovan? Yeah, because you don't like Sprinters either. I think Sprinter is good for uh, for higher mileage. So it's diesel, you know, so you can put a little bit more mileage on them. But uh, they're they're not cheap to keep going. I know that for a fact. So, so what would Warren if he had to choose? Oh, Sprinter, go Sprinter for sure. Yeah, big, uh, definitely higher upfront. Yeah, I was price. just gonna say like you got to be into it. It's 15, not really the twenty comparable. grand, yeah. right? So twice as much. Oh, how much Eurovans are in the seventy five hundred range? Yeah. No, Eurovans. I think yeah. that one's probably five grand. The one he. Brought. I mean, he's probably about the cheapest one around. Yeah, it's exactly. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like shit. He probably has a the rear quarter's been hit and it's red and a blue car. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know how he rolls. Needs yeah. tires. Uh, needs like everything else. Like right. all this stuff. You no records. Like, yeah, has a ticky drive yeah. valve train. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Put some heavier oil on it. All good. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, the Sprinters are cool. I like the 118. Is it 118? Yeah. The 108, shortest. I think. Is it 108? I think so. I think it's 118. There's probably both. Super short. 140 is the long one. I yeah, think. I don't want that. Stubby. Warren's saying he likes the shortest one. Stubbiest yeah. one because it's still huge for right. most vans. You want short, tall roof, and like some but not all windows. Yep. 
Exactly. Oh, because you don't want like a school bus, but you want some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't, but you don't want the cargo van. Yeah. With no windows and no insulation. You just want the nice, like, big side windows. Yeah. When I was camping, I got into the weirdest conversation with someone who. So, the way it came up was we were sitting around the campfire. We were waiting for other people to arrive. And this is a, a trip we do for 15 years. We've done it. There's, you know, 100 people that come to this camping trip, you know, 10 different sites, all full different families and stuff. Big trip. And so we were waiting for someone to come and a car was rolling down the campground. And my friend Eli and I were saying, oh, he's like, oh, it looks like a Mitsubishi truck. It's like Mitsubishi truck. No, I'm like, that's a Toyota for sure. And it was like an early, uh, probably like an 88 uh, Toyota pickup. And my friend's sister said, what are you talking about? You can tell by the headlights what car it is. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah. I mean, it, I'm kind of looking for this specific car. You yeah. know, he's coming. And yeah, I can tell what a fucking Toyota pickup looks like. And she just could not believe that that was even possible, first of all. And then she, Wait, she was, like, was questioning it? She or was, was just like yeah she, she was, was blown away she, blown no, away. no she wasn't amazed she was like that's she was more like annoyed that i that someone would have that knowledge, knowledge. in their head <laughs> it was like why would you know that how would you know the, the another funny component of that is that it's uh a lot of the headlights were actually the same part number yes it's like those square but there's little details but no it's more than i mean it's like there's big details it's like the difference how of how far up, apart they are how high up and how far apart and then blinker design you know right. the t- turn signals have a certain yeah. shape to them and that's being illuminated and all that i mean toyota's pretty distinctive but well uh, for for us you know, yeah. yeah but for but someone you, who does not the analogy would be like uh so you she, could tell a so-and-so shark compared to a different shark or, you know, some animal. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's anything, right? A face of anything. And so she, it spiraled into this conversation about basically she had no, there was no idea why people care about cars at all. She's only in it for transport. There's no, why would you care about what kind of car it is? Or like, why are you into cars at all? She thinks car commercials are stupid. She's only owned, she owned a Toyota Corolla and she owned a Honda CRV, like, and only bought it probably because someone told her to or whatever. And it just, she couldn't figure it out. It's a hard conversation. It was super hard. So I asked her. Well, I mean, but what do you you say? What are you into? I said, what is your interest? I mean, she's a, she's an author and she's um, into education and stuff. So I, I asked her, what, how many times have you driven just for fun? Like to get in a car and you're not going somewhere. You're just going to like explore and drive for fun. And she she could not believe that's a thing. <laughs> she, she was like, "What do you mean? Like, why would I drive somewhere when I'm not going somewhere? Like, what?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, like you might be going somewhere, but you're taking the long way. You're you're kind of going f- like the reason you're in the car is to be in the car." She's like, "No, never." I'm like, "Okay, well, have you ever been with someone who's driving a car like?" aggressively or using the car to its full abilities never but like, never she has to understand like th- like let's just go for a drive like there, no. there's like i mean it's, it's common like practice yeah. Stuff, yeah i know but she's she would never do that this is not her yeah. personality and she's not old she's she's like four years older than us or something you know uh-huh. my friend's older sister and um and then i said you know i'd really like have you ever gone in a fun car like have you ever been in like a convertible she's like uh once we went, my husband and I, we, um, we were chauffeured around in a convertible, uh, like wine tasting or something. And it was, it was okay. 
you know, like, okay, well, would you be interested in going on a drive sometime, like in a, in a car, like a fun drive? She's like, no, no, I don't, I have no interest in that. Okay. But she kept going back to the headlight. She's like, you can honestly say that you knew what kind of car that was. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to tell, I don't know how to have break this to you. Me before? Yeah. yeah. And, but You've she had never, this for 15 she'd years. never heard of the podcast. So I was telling her about that. And then oh, like wow. someone she chimed really in. was looking down on you at that point. I mean, it's kind of like you can yeah. like people, right? I could tell you from Ryan, you guys both have the same, like your eyes are in the same place. You have nose. <laughs> like it's the same shit though. Like it's like, it's stuff well, we're <laughs> used to seeing. Like we are, we are accustomed yeah. to like, so then, I'm accustomed to seeing you. I know who Warren is. And I'm also accustomed to seeing a bunch of Toyota trucks. And I, every time I see it, I, I go, oh, that's a Toyota truck. But this was in the dark, right? Yes. This is like just seeing. No, I realize that. And I'm just, if I see Brian, eyes. if we're like at a barbecue, I can probably see them, you guys coming. I can be like, oh, that's Warren. Yeah, and yeah. that's Brian. Even though you guys both have two arms, both have two legs. Yes. I think it's with anything that you're into. You, yeah. you have a certain knowledge base and you are better at it than other people or whatever. You're more passionate about it and you yeah. know these things. Well, let's say with people that are into wine, like, right, they can taste the difference. Yeah, or between... fashion. You can tell yeah. like the fake Louis Vuitton exactly. from, the, from the real. I mean, yeah. it's anything like that, but it was interesting to be in this, in this space with someone. And then I just and... think it's weird to be dumbfounded with any of that because that like, you, know you can relate it to it, everything. Right? Yeah. 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 You can relate to anything anyone's into like photography or well, that's what know, I said. like uh, any hobby. Her right? friend chimed in, her friend was there and she said, it's just like when there's an expert on the stands at a, like in a, a courthouse and they have to, you know, comment on the, whatever it is, the type of shovel that was used and he's a shovel expert or a gun expert or whatever. I would be the car expert, right? Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's where I would, I guess, fit in, but she just couldn't understand it. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, uh, just on my way home today, I was going through a stoplight and I saw a dude driving a Toyota Corolla look, looking bored. And it was just like, the thought was flashing through my mind. Like th this whole car hobby thing is kind of interesting. And to me, it's like, we're sucking value out of stuff that most people, like are uh not looking forward to right like people get in the car and they're super bummed to drive they hate it and we hate have cars. this little switch in our head where it's like we love jumping in the car and driving yeah. like all you know we just appreciate the details enough and the experience of it and it's like we take this time that you spend in the car and instead of being totally bummed out by it and bored we're like engaged with it and everything. And That's it. Reminded me of there's a scene in uh, the Devil Wears Prada where Meryl Streep is talking about the. I never saw that movie. Oh, it's a good it's movie. It's a good movie. Anne Hathaway saying, "Oh, I'm not really into like high fashion and stuff. It doesn't really like doesn't interest me." And she's working in high fashion, but she's like a like an she's, assistant. Yeah. And Meryl Streep makes a point of like, well, you, the sweater you're wearing was was because of this. Uh, fashion show and the color was picked out uh, by this designer and then it trickled down to where you bought it at Target for 10 bucks but it started here and you didn't even like have a decision to make because it was already made for you so I feel like cars are kind of that way like there's obviously the upper echelon and people are thinking about all the designs and what needs to go into them and performance and all this stuff and then it kind of trickles down to the masses the guy on the Toyota Corolla is getting a better car because of it of course and that's why it yeah. all matters but yeah it's trickle down with all that stuff there's also like i i just i find it interesting that someone can't understand that because i think 
there's just so many subgenres. Like so many like people have I run for fun license plates. Like I don't I would never run for fun. Like that seems like the the worst thing ever, but right? You get but, it. But yeah. I get it that people I, I understand yeah. that people find that entertaining. And it's not like, oh my God, you know like what Nikes or you know, they're all into their shoes or whatever the they're all into their fuck whatever they're into, you know? And yeah. then there's like the bike hobby and you know, you can get into it's that. Like any, it's like any hobby. Any and special thing. Like everyone has a hobby. Most people. Yeah. And whether your hobby is like, you could probably, you could say you could read like a paragraph of any book. If she's really into books, you could read a paragraph and tell me what author, who, who, who wrote that book because you know the way that person writes, right? Yeah. It's the same exact thing. So right after this, I was having a conversation with, um, this, this guy, uh, an older guy, classic, classic dude. His name's Rick, and he just has story after story after story. He's, he's old school backpacker, carpenter, just like smokes a pipe, tobacco pipe. And uh, he's telling me this story. We were talking about the worst thing ever that could happen uh, where we were camping, and I was saying that it was if my son was going to use the bathroom, which is a pit toilet, and he fell in. Oh, I always think about that. Which he we have our own little toilet for him, and that's not going to happen. But if it were to happen, like the only choice you have is you're going in to the pit toilet. How deep is it? What's the fucking Dude. viscosity? Yeah. How are you not throwing up every four seconds? It, it, you know, it was a campfire conversation we were having. And he's, and so it got to this point where we, we discovered that Rick had, he's like, Oh, I've, I've been in one of those. Oh, God. And we're like, what, <laughs> what is the story here? So the story was they were backpacking backcountry Yosemite and they were using the, there's a little outhouse. So it's different than a pit toilet. If you're not familiar with the pit toilet, that's like concrete cinder blocks, cinder block building with a, just a big vat, whatever. I don't know what do you call it? Like a big fucking, just a it's pit. It's a well. A well yeah. that you shit in yeah, and piss in. It's a shit well. And then every once in a while they come and suck it all out. Mm-hmm. And that's vacuum. all it is. Yeah. That's all it is, right? It stinks. It's like it's a porta like potty. It's draft yeah. in there. It's a massive porta potty, but it's yeah. it's like deep as fuck. I mean, it's probably like 10 there, feet yeah. deep to the bottom. Yeah. And it can get pretty full. Uh, my friend Dustin once had splashback. That's another story. Oh. But um, so how did this happen? So he said he was backpacking. It was a little wooden outhouse with a pit. He went to use the bathroom, doing his business, and he noticed that there was a lighter fluid, like a charcoal lighter fluid can in the corner of the bathroom. He's like, what the fuck is that doing there? That's weird. Well, he's a tobacco smoker, and he has his pipe in there. Of course, you're doing your business. So he lit his pipe, and instantly he hears, boom, and the fucking toilet explodes, shoots him out of the outhouse, Loses his pipe. He's fucking naked. Oh, lost his pipe. That's yeah. a, oh, The toilet's on fire. So all the fucking toilet paper inside the shitter catches on fire. So what happened is someone who was using lighter fluid to uh, take care of the smell mm. of the shitter. And he basically <laughs> lit up a pipe. He like blew up the fucking bomb. Oh, my God. Body. And all the gas, other gases. Yes. And stuff. So then he comes running to the back to his camp naked basically going get get water get water get get get, get go on, get <laughs> so they run back and they're putting it out and they went inside the thing to stomp it all out because oh it was like a big old fucking God. fire so they're stomp around and fiery shit and then uh and he they, still smokes a pipe they got it I'm out surprised. right and we're, we're like what happened to the pipe and he's like well it's a good story i afterwards and this is probably like in the 70s well, I'm, I'm wondering where he bathed 
oh, fuck, you probably went right in the river or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, he uh, later he went back home, got his dad's truck, drove as far into the back country as he could, deep, like, you know, fire roads and stuff, hiked back into that spot, went and found the pipe and still <laughs> smoked it. <laughs> What the kept the fuck? kept the fiery shit pipe corn, corn cob. <laughs> I wish I don't know what kind of pipe it was, but uh, and what's funny about this story is that we had heard earlier after we were talking about this earlier in the day, another friend of his said, "Oh yeah, I think Rick and his brother have both been in a pit toilet," and we're like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on." two brothers different incidents have both been in a fucking pit toilet which is like by far one of the worst things you could do in life i would think who knows how deep is that, it is. Uh, i don't yeah anyways that was where it went uh, rick's a crazy motherfucker. that's crazy i worked with him for a little bit construction job rad hmm. super rad how old guy. is this guy he's your dad's age okay yeah yep rick's killing it Nice. Sounds Does, like it. Yeah. He's still smoking his pipe nice. to this day. I think it's that time. Brian, it's been a while. Do, 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 now there's only two of you, so a little tougher. But Brian will go first, as per Tribal Awesome rules. Are you alright with that? 1979 AMC Pacer oh, DL shit. wagon. This is right up Brian's alley. Burgundy. He <laughs> probably knows these values. Like, yeah. Looking back he probably has head. a VRZO for these. My wheelhouse. Burgundy over tan leather. Oh, like worse. Not real leather, though. Let's think. No, let's, that's true. It does say leather, but. It's not leather, dude. Uh, condition. 51,000 miles. It's a condition 3 plus, but I think that's probably how they came out of the factory. Um, 51,000 miles. Shiny respray with orange peel throughout. Straight bumpers. <laughs> Some surface scratches. Bright work is hazy. <laughs> uh, some creasing in the uh, front seats. Brown shag carpet is dirty. It's like the nicest pacer ever. Yeah. Chrome roof rack. Engine bay. There's a complete. wagon. Wagon. Burgundy over is this? this is Barrett Jackson in West Palm Beach, Florida. Hell yeah. 5,200 bucks. And 50,000 miles. Um, Which is basically like end of life. 7,900. Damn, you guys are good. Sixty-two seventy. Without going over, right. Brian wins. Yeah. yeah, and closest. And I'm not surprised really by that. Yeah, I mean that is exact. That's right up my alley. I'm sure you're gonna throw me for a loop here with one. 1983 Toyota Hilux SR5 4x4. Mm. This is beige over tan cloth. Ooh. Odometer says 248 miles. Uh, 86. You said. This is an 83. Oh, so really? straight oh, okay. axle looking. Yeah, yeah. Straight straight picture yeah the, the super uh, square ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's good looking truck. Super desirable one. Has the tie down bed or the flat? One? Uh, can't tell. I can't tell. It looks like flat. Okay. Because uh, they offered them both ways. So. Yeah. Less than a thousand miles. Yeah, that's crazy. Like basically, unless it went showroom fresh over. Yeah. It looks. It looks. They're like, saying it's like a brand new car. Looks right? like it's legit. Like yeah. Jesus, this is actually. It's a been very painted hard one. and it's got a spray on bed liner, but oh, so it has been repainted. Yep, restored interior. Okay. So it's basically restored, perfect 
83 pickup. But it basically probably just sat outside somewhere and was never driven. Does it, right. Does it, a respray. I have a I'm I'm I have a hard time believing that those are real miles. I mean, is it does it say in there that it didn't roll over? Is yeah. It proof? No, it's saying 248 miles. 25 yeah. grand. 25 grand from Brian. I think that's a pretty good guess, but um where is this a Barrett? Barrett Jackson, West Palm Beach, Florida. Hi there. I wouldn't guess that they would be. <laughs> no, we there. Um, I wouldn't guess that this would be the place to sell that car, but I know, right? California know. would be a good spot. Yeah, or like Oregon or. All right, I'll say thirty. Colorado. Thirty-two. Dude, almost nailed it. Thirty-three thousand. Nice. Said that it sold at Barrett Jackson, Las Vegas, in September 2018, where it sold for fifty-five thousand. Whoa! <laughs> Took a twenty-two thousand dollar hit, dude, for a respray and everything. I Crazy. mean, that's like literally a twenty-five hundred dollar truck. That no, you yeah, but that car is like two hundred and forty-eight yeah. miles. That's yeah, that's crazy. Nineteen eighty-one Ford LTD Custom Station Wagon, the Wagon Queen Family Truckster. Nice, the green oh, one. Jeez, I. I this saw is that a one. this is oh, you, you saw, saw the price? So uh, has to go first. I mean that's so that's like a movie car, so yeah. fuck, it could be anywhere. It's, from... it's not from the movie, but it's a recreation. Oh, it's a recreation. Yeah. So it so it doesn't have that going for it. Yeah. But it is like total custom bodywork and everything, right? Yeah. I mean that's not a truck. They didn't make that. No, 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 no. You would have to do end. a lot of Yeah, work. you have to do a whole front end and all that stuff. And the way the wood is is totally different. It's a great car though to take and it's got the grandma on the roof. It's got the sp- uh, yeah. it's what got is the spray uh, so it's on the back honky lips. <laughs> Donkey so lips. it's a like honky. a is kind it? of some some somewhat wealthy guy with a with a sense of humor bringing sure. car shows and oh, yeah. like the, his local like parade and stuff like that, right? Yep, yep. Uh I, I think something like that is always gonna fetch around let's say forty grand. Forty grand? Uh, yeah, 40, 50 grand, 40. Brian, do you remember what it was? 100 grand. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. crazy. Crazy, nice. right? It but says, you probably spent that much to build it, right? It says, I know, uh, but you never get your money out. Yeah. $100,000. It says honky lips on the side. Yeah. <laughs> it's spray paint. <laughs> but it's got the Lou Guts uh, uh, Motors license plate. It's got the... It's a really all terrible shit. looking car. Um, It says that's for a car you could have built for less than $25,000. <laughs> Yeah. Hundred grand. That's crazy. I thought price. fifty was just like crazy I feel like fifty right? is one of those numbers where you could see someone spending that on a lot yeah. of cars. It seems like a hundred seems like 100 twice seems the out. price. Yeah. Hundred sounds crazy. And then what do you do with it? Like no, exactly. Because that that's it's a you only do one thing with that car, is that let's do a parade or something. Right. It's like a funny joke one time. Yeah. You go, Oh, let's go to the drive in if you still have a drive in. <laughs> and everyone laughs at it. At you, <laughs> that's it. That's a cool uh, Aston Martin on the back of that. Yeah, an ad for something. Looks yeah. very retro, like the coloring. Yeah, 1983. That's it. No. That's all you got. That's it. I was looking for. I had one more, but I can't find it. Um, come on, dude. Throw more. Something. Throw one more at us. Okay. Oh, here we go. I feel like that was a bad way to go out. Here Brian we go. not guessing. And here we go. Me being half half of the yeah, price. Yeah, you guys blew it. All right. 99 Shelby Series 1 convertible. Oh. 
Your boy. They barely made any of those. They're so <laughs> Can hard. Can you show to... me a picture without showing me the price? Yes, hold on. I think I know what it is, but... Oh, God, those are so ugly. So I've seen like eight of those at auction <laughs> in right. the last two auctions I've been to, and they, they only made like fucking 100 of them or something. 99 Shelby Series 1 convertible. Centennial silver, black canvas, Look at that name, leather. Centennial silver. Um, four liter supercharged V8 six-speed. Only flaw to factory paint is light scratches on the rear deck from the soft top. Polished aluminum wheels have no rash. Uh, let's see. It's got a Texas inspection sticker from 2017. Yada, 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 yada. How many miles? Uh, doesn't say the mileage. That's surprising. Dude, those yeah. cars are such piles of shit. So what, really what chassis oh, is it? Oh, it's funny. There's, it's a typo. It I just think says it's a miles. It says miles and there's no number. Is it a Mustang chassis or is it like his own thing? Let's see. I'll read you this description. Only 249. Yeah. Shelby Series 1s were produced in the last 12 months. All as 99 models. The Series 1 is stated to be the only model totally designed by Carroll Shelby himself. Carroll Shelby had grand plans for this model, but financial and EPA realities stepped in. The Series 1 ended up powered by the Oldsmobile Aurora V8. This particular example is the optional Vortex supercharger and is good for 450 horsepower. Stated to have fewer than 2,600 miles, this car is ready to be enjoyed. But it doesn't say what chassis it's the on. The price realized here is a little above current market. Okay, so what is it? <laughs> 2,600 miles. Is... You know me go first or Brian? I feel like we're, we're the same here. Yeah, I think you're the same. No, let's let Brian go first. He has no frame of reference. Neither. I don't know. Zero frame of reference. I wouldn't have much either. Gosh. One of 249, Carol Shelby. Yeah, the legend, the man. Some people care about it. Carol Shelby, Oldsmobile Aurora. 96. $1,000. Okay. I'm going to say 100. 48. Some people care about this. $126,500. I was thinking 120 to start, actually. Have you seen those things? I saw them. Dude, they're so bad. They're like, I thought 48 was being generous. Supercharged V8. Yeah, yeah, it's a Mustang. Carol Shelby. I'm saying it's way shittier than a Mustang. It's like a Mustang, but shittier. Supercharged. Can I see the picture again? They're so bad, dude. Carol Shelby. And everyone I saw had like zero miles on it, and they all looked trashy. Would you rather have that or a Plymouth Prowler? Prowler. Really? Yeah. Prowler's V6 and it's... I don't even care. It has some auto. weird... At least it's like not trying to be a sports car, like a Miata. That's 450 a, horsepower and a 60, well, So what's right? the lesson learned so here? Gross, yeah. like what, so Carol Shelby went wrong, right? Oh, by the way... I'm old at I'm that just, point. And, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's some lesson that keeps getting repeated. Like when you try to go off and like build the best thing ever you always blow you can it never somehow. build your own like... car that's the lesson you can't build your own fucking car <laughs> unless you are like like pagani. even elon musk like you know even even if you have all the money in the world it's well, like look at pagani he did it he did and he's yeah. and for a million dollars or more. two but three million dollar cars right. Right? right 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 yeah yeah you gotta have some bean counters or something I don't even think it's that. I think it's... You no, have, you have to, to you have not to, have being kind of... Was, you have to have, you have, to have a no man. Like, someone who's like, hey, man, that oh, that, yeah, fit, that wheel that. fit is not right. Like, look at the rear wheel. Look at yeah. look at the fender to rear wheel. Sunken in there. Dude, the whole... That design is horrible. I don't know who... I mean, <laughs> so, I'm sure to, Shelby didn't design it. I don't know who designed it, but the the 
the, all the details are so bad. Like it's just the product of the era. I mean, a 99, uh, uh, kit car. Yeah. Shelby right? side note. There's a movie coming out, right? Did yeah, you see Matt that? Damon. Matt Damon is Carol Shelby. What? what? So Sam Smith posted pictures on his right. Instagram, and it was basically they're running brand new all seasons on the on cars, Progress. and he's like, he's like, you know, the movie could be good and all this, but this really fucking irks me basically that they're like running Come brand on. new Firestone all seasons when it Come should have, on. you know, Eight he's like it ruins her. the stance and like it changes how. You see the car big from a hundred feet big for someone that knows. It. You know, it should have like a big round sidewall and da da da. Oh, that's blowing it. Yeah. So Ken Miles and Carol Shelby, that story of going to fight Ferrari. Nice. Pretty cool. I don't believe when I see it. Hopefully, hopefully. It I mean, I know. Out. I already know the story. Cri- yeah. Chris, Christian Bale as Ken Miles, so hmm. he does some pretty good performances. Interesting. It's gonna be like um, the one with Nicky Lotta. Yeah, and such a fucking James fluff. Hunt. It'll be a little fluff piece. What was that one that, that uh, just came dri- out? Drive uh, or Driven or? No, it wasn't Driven. <laughs> Driven's uh, one with Sylvester Stallone. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but which is a work yeah, of art. You're talking about the the one with Thor. Yeah, it's yeah. just I like I liked it though. I know, but the I think James it's gonna Hunt be the one. Same. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck's the name of that movie? Yeah, I just uh, yeah, dude, dude Drive totally blown it. Are we though? Yeah, has Thor in it. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Ron Howard directed it. Yep. Um I, someone made a comment. I think I saw two people post about Rush. this. Rush. Yeah, that's right. Um and uh Matt Damon just looks like Matt Damon in a cowboy hat. He does not look <laughs> like Carol Shelby. <laughs> I mean, what's he? Yeah, yeah, Matt, you just look like yourself. Yeah. Figure it out. This is you, Texas. I mean, no, well, that's a casting decision, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you, you cast someone different for Carol Shelby. He'll probably, probably. Do a, he'll probably do a fine job, though. Like, he's not. He's he can talk like a good old boy. I'm sure. Um, I think it's a good pretty, documentary that just came out about this whole story. Anyway, the one Adam Carolla made. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you want the real story. No new all seasons. Yeah, I just don't know how much I care about seeing that story again. You know? It's like watching all these like I wanna see it. Like I'll all the movies where it. it's like about a real person, like Johnny Cash story or whatever. It's like you kinda know you already know what happens, so it's like Dude, it was a, a lot pretty, of times it's like, why am I watching it? I don't know, man. That was a pretty I, I, I haven't seen any other documentaries on it, so maybe that's the difference, but it's a pretty amazing story. The way they, the way it all comes together. I mean, there's books about it. There's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And seeing it, like you know, someone trying to do a period piece on it, like you know, Riverside back in the day with all the freaking race cars. Like if they're recreating that sort of thing, like that's sick. I hope it's good. The all season thing is a terrible <laughs> mess up. Like yeah. I don't understand how anybody even closely interested in cars in any way would let that happen on that movie but yeah so they, they got really the, they got really the wrong time. guy on set or they are just like fuck it or he said something and they're like well what are we gonna do we're shooting today we have to shoot today so we're just gonna shoot yep you know they pull the tires off the minivan and mount them up <sighs> yeah always happens i mean there's always those kind of things like i remember looking at rush once and like on imdb look at the like the mistakes or whatever yep. and there's like a laundry list of like well in this scene there's you can see a modern transport you know transporter ford transporter van in the out, outer edge of the scene and then in this scene he's driving a 19 like 
70 Alfa Romeo, but the movie took place in 1967. Right. Even though it was the same model, it was like or it had rubber the, bumpers. The MG stuff. Roadster pulls up and it's got a modern roll cage in it. Exactly. Yeah, and then right. they used modern like OMP helmets and all the OMP, um, they used OMP like harnesses and it was all the new logo which brought was came out in 1999 or something right. uh a lot of stuff That's like that to read. Yeah. Where, it's tough it's tough but a lot of times i'm amazed that they get as much right as they do right i'm always looking for like what cars they're putting in the wrong place yeah because it's like pretty i mean in in particular these photos of this carol shelby movie yeah like they recreate the vibe, like the clothes that they wear and everything. Yeah. And like the characters they cast, they look like vintage photographs, basically. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. dang, that's like, I don't know what it is about that shirt, but somehow that's like, yeah. it, that it is working. Like they figured yeah. it out. I think Matt Damon does have a look where he could be, a, he would be alive back in the fifth, like he would be that age back in the 60s and stuff mm-hmm. too. So that I, I do see him as like a kind of a good casting. I wonder who directed it. I didn't look, I didn't That's say. a really good question. Adam Carolla. I, oh, I hope not. That would, <laughs> his first movie. He's like, yeah. All right. That's podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The toilet's on fire. So all the fucking toilet paper inside the shitter catches on fire.